Hello, Main Streeters. Welcome to the show. First of all, thank you for listening to the show. We always appreciate you guys listening, downloading, subscribing. It's fantastic. We can't tell you how many times Jen and I go back and forth on how much we love the fact that we have listeners, and a lot of them, so thank you so much. Secondly, as with any podcast recording, you always run the risk of whatever you talk about being obsolete within hours of recording it which is exactly what happened with this episode. We talk a little bit about uh, Hurricane Nicole, or Tropical Storm Nicole, as she is right now rolling into Florida. And we talked about how Disney had kind of, you know, canceled some closures and things like that, kind of pulled back on what they were going to do. Well, we got the word this evening that they're actually closing the parks early. They'll open the parks later on on Thursday. So when you hear us talking about Tropical Tropical Storm Nicole, just know that we didn't know what they were going to do until later after we recorded the show. So we didn't want to sound like we were minimizing anything or or not taking it seriously. We definitely said a prayer for those people in the path of the storm, as well as those still dealing with Hurricane Ian. So uh, good luck, you guys out there. Be safe. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present... Our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast for once once again another week of fun and magic and frivolity and just, you know, Jen and I chit-chatting about Disney, which is what I hear that people like the most. I actually had at a conference this week. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. And somebody was like asking me about the podcast and they asked about the previous iteration of the Mm -hmm. podcast and everything. And he's like, yeah, I really like the podcast. And I was like, well, I appreciate that. And he goes... The two of you back and forth, he said, just cracks me up. You just guys go back and forth, and it's just hilarious. And I'm like, I know, right? And she's like, I'm right. She's wrong all the time. That's hilarious, right? And they're like, isn't it amazing? Yeah. And they're like, sure no, that's, that's not how that works. Not, no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. No, that's not what he said at all. Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh, gosh. Well, let me see. Uh, this week, specifically, I'm going to change it up because although I did work on stuff for our of course, of agency course. retreat, yeah, because that, that be is go- every single time until December. But it literally is like kind of a lot of the main way. Um, I also did prep some stuff for our Disney trip next year in February. Huh. Started just looking ahead at some planning with Brady. The, the, the Princess uh, Princess Half Marathon trip? Yeah, started Perfect. like, you know, looking ahead at flights and looking at, you know, because we usually fly in the night before just to get it nice get yes. there so, that will be yeah, fun started making plans. that will be fun it'll you know what's weird though is because i see you probably three or four times a year like actually in mm-hmm. person and mm-hmm. it's always at disney it's always at disney and so i don't know what i would like do if i saw you in the wild somewhere i mean i guess i've seen you in cancun before because we've all gone there for a trip uh, yeah as a true. group and stuff um but i don't know if i'd I can't imagine seeing you at a Target or at a random restaurant or, you know, <laughs> you're getting gas at a Wawa and I pull up and there's Jen Devotney putting putting gas. Well, that in would be interesting as so. we have no Wawas in the north. Okay, so. well, you're getting gas at a 7-Eleven <laughs> or just whatever. It's just, you know, Jen we in the wild. 7-11. It's a strange concept to me. It really is. <laughs> so I was, as I mentioned, I was at a conference this week. It's called The Thing and it's hosted by Terry Weaver, which we've had him on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Shout out to listener Kyleen, who found that conference through this podcast oh, uh, she found our podcast she went back and listened to a bunch of episodes and she was like i loaded up on you guys and um 
very nice. She has That's some awesome. great movie theories. She's a really she's a Disney movie junkie, and uh, one of her theories is that Kristoff uh, and Elsa should have gotten together um, instead of Anna. And she kind of walked through it, and she was talking okay. very fast okay. because the part of the conference was about to start, and she was like, "And this should have happened, and that should have happened." And I'm like, I'm trying to keep up, going, uh, you know, if you because I talk fast anyway, so if you're talking faster. For me to struggle to keep up, man, you're just going. Uh, but she had some great theories and everything, and I told her, cool. I like, maybe we should have to get you on the show and talk about some of these theories. Because Seriously, she goes, that's she cool. goes Frozen 2, it's actually Frozen 3. Frozen 2 actually happened in between. I know, very weird, but she explained it, and it actually totally made sense, because she talked about how it was Anna's movie. No, I, no, I, I could Elsa's see it. So... And so, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, very interesting. Right. So, anyway, I was at a conference this week, and which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Uh, I got to do a VIP tour which was fun. Um, but also, which we'll get to that, but also I spent a day in Epcot by myself on Monday, which was kind of fun. I uh, got there early yeah. and took the the shuttle bus from my hotel. Now, I was at a Disney Springs hotel. I, kn- I know this is a foreign concept to you, Jen. That, I don't know what um, you're talking about. Right. there. Uh, well, okay, so where Disney Springs is, where all the shopping is, all the high-end shopping. Oh, I know where that is. Yes. Well, not oh, too I know far that after is. that, across the proverbial tracks is a series of hotels the disney springs hotels now they're called mm, good neighbor hotels for anybody who's never heard that concept good neighbor hotel is a hotel that disney works with either right on the edge of property or, or off property to give them the stamp of approval to say you know what you're a good enough hotel to represent us we can sell packages through your hotel um now good neighbor hotels as travel agents we can't book that hotel nightly like by itself we have to have it as a package mm-hmm. um but we can do those you know for people who are like well, well we can you know. we can but it's right. it, you, it, not as a package though right we exactly can. exactly but i mean like with jen uh let's just say that she wants to go down next weekend and everything is full she can't no matter how much she she flaps that gorgeous hair and flips those eyes she cannot get into grand floridian and her only option is like the la quinta and Kissimmee. If it's a good neighbor hotel, she could probably you know go out there. I'm just kidding; she would never do that. Uh, but you know, I was at the I was at the <laughs> the uh, the Lake Buena Vista Wyndham Hotel, the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista Hotel, right oh, there. Yeah, by I... We were mm-hmm. a five minute walk from Disney Springs. You walk out the mm-hmm. out the hotel, down the hill, up over a bridge, down the stairs, and you're at Disney Springs. I mean, it's right there, which was pretty impressive. Um, the hotel itself. It was nice in terms of it was very clean. Uh, the staff was courteous. They had a little market there. They had a little little coffee bar. They did coffees and pastries. I mean, everything's obviously overly expensive. The conference was held there as well, so it was nice to be in your room and then shower up and everything. An hour later, you're walking mm-hmm. to the conference room. So it's a big conference hall there. The rooms themselves are a little dated. Um, so as an as an agent, if a family came to me and said, "Hey, we're looking at Lakewood Vista Hotel," I mm-hmm. probably would not suggest it for families. If you're okay. A couple of couple of guys in your twenties. If you're a couple of girls in your twenties, uh, you're a, cu- a young couple, whatever. Even a you know an older couple or something. This is not a this is not a bad deal. Um, they mm-hmm. are full size beds. There's no desk area or anything to work on whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just two full size beds. The rooms are kind of small. Again, comfortable, clean, uh, very courteous staff. We called down for towels. They immediately got us there. We had three people in our room. Um, which the room holds for, and there were double beds. There were three guys. So one of the guys was like, you know what? I'll take the floor. And the other two guys were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you do that? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, t- to be fair. And by we, the other two guys, you were one yeah. of the guys. 
<laughs> I was, but to be fair, we did offer to rotate. We did to say, hey, oh, yeah. why don't we all take a night on the floor? And our guy John actually is who it was. He's from the uh, um, Travel Tips Tuesday podcast. Oh yeah, before, past and future guests. Hi John. Yeah. Uh, so he he basically built himself a nest on the floor with a bunch of pillows and blankets and stuff like a little cozy cubby hole on the floor. Um, but again, it was comfortable. I, I I didn't mind my stay there at all. The Disney Springs aspect was so nice. It was just right there. It was so great. Uh, but I would not recommend this for families at all because it's just too small. I mean, you put mm-hmm. a family, a mom and dad in there and three kids, two kids, whatever. It's just, there's just, it's not big enough. It's not, you know, having said that, if you go into the bigger rooms, like the suites and stuff on the tower, that's obviously more money. Uh, and if you're going to do that, then just stay at all-star movies, just stay at all-star mm-hmm. music. I'm not going to say sports because they're not done yet. When they get refurbished, I'll say sports, but they're not really right. refurbing yet. So, mm-hmm. um, I know you didn't understand anything of what I just said that last no, sentence. No, I so. didn't. Yeah, I, but I, right. I didn't, but but thank you. <laughs> so let's talk a little news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. All righty, Jen. The Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party has, in fact, kicked off. Uh, it's kicked mm-hmm. off November 8th on a sold-out night. And let me go ahead and tell you that the 8th, 10th, 11th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 18th, 20th, 22nd, 27th, all sold out. The first, wow. however many events that is, the 9 or 10 events, all sold out. Open right now is November 29th and December 1st. Mm-hmm. The 2nd, 4th, 6th, and 8th, all sold out. Open again, 9th, 11th, 13th, 15th, and 16th. The last three nights, also sold out, 18th, 20th, 22nd. So these, these parties are selling out. And it, again, is one of those things where Disney... Throws the prices out there, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, the prices are so expensive! This is ridiculous." Guess what? They sell out. Um, so Disney has no inclination to yeah. lower their prices because they're nope. like, "Because they sell out." So sell like, out. why would they? Hey, hey, Bob, why don't we jack the price up by 10, 20 bucks next year? Bob's like, "Okay." Did they sell out this year? They did. All right, let's make some more money next year. And so it's going to keep happening. I mean, it's it's just, it will. It will. Uh, now, I didn't, obviously, I haven't been to this one. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to this on the second as a group, which we're real excited about. A sold out event, by the way. Um, some of the things you can expect at the, uh, the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, they've got all kinds of fun treats and stuff. You're going to find treats like the Once Upon a, a Christmas Tart uh, with chocolate mm-hmm. and cranberry tart with Mickey ears. You'll find the Holiday Dinner Dog over at Casey's. The Sugar Plum Snake Shake, not Snake Shake, at the Anti Gravity's mm. Galactic Goodies. That's a spiced sugar plum soft serve, interesting, mm. topped with cherry syrup, whipped cream, and sprinkles. Uh, tris- Christmas tree cakes. I'm pretty sure these are not Little Debbie cakes because. Mm. These are red velvet brownie cheesecakes with eggnog, buttercream, and spiced caramel. Oh, dear. Right? Oh, wow. Um, Wow. And they have a Christmas wreath donut. You'll have some of that. Obviously, there is a holiday print ornament you can get. You can pick up your complimentary holiday ornament on Market Street. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you go over now to the character greetings, you're going to find characters all over the place with their their holiday garb and their holiday Mm -hmm. holiday regalia going on there. Uh, You'll find... um, I'm trying to see what else here. Um... Different events will be happening. Your your Mickey's Christmas time parade, the Mickey's most merriest celebration. Uh, mm-hmm. Mickey and Mouse and his pals invite their friends over for a Christmas party filled with holiday music and seasonal festivities and fun. So there's that. Uh, the Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks. The Mickey's once upon a night Christmas parade. Totally Tomorrowland Christmas mm-hmm. club tinsel. Dance the night away with holiday friends Woo. happening seven to twelve. So apparently, at Cosmic Craze is just a, a magical rave going on all night. Um, and then, of course, at uh, Storybook Circus, the Storybook Circus at Disney Junior Jingle Jam. Now, if this were uh, Animal Kingdom, you'd say, or at Hollywood Studios, you say Jingle Jam. 
but this is just a game called Jam at uh, at the Magic Kingdom. So that's all happening. Um, Buzz and Jesse and Woody are all back at the Hollywood Studios uh, mm-hmm. Toy Story Land, which is nice. I saw Jesse rolling through the park a couple of days ago, and she was like, "Hi, friends," and everything. And so that's all good as well. And finally, a little last bit of news here: we lost a legend, another <sighs> legend. Jan, yes. it's another indication that you know our legends are are, are departing um, yeah. this this earth. Prominent Disney legend Alice Davis mm-hmm. passed away on November 4th at the age of 93, married to fellow mm-hmm. Disney alumni Mark Davis. Jen, do you know what Mark Davis is really famous for? Can you name you one? You mean other than Pirates of the Caribbean? And? Uh, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Very good. Yes, that's that's the one that comes to mind immediately. It's Haunted Mansion. He did have What's funny Haunted is Mansion. I always think of Exitensio with Haunted Mansion. Really? Well, that was that was Mark Davis and Claude Coates. Haunted and Claude Mansion. Coates. But, yeah. um, or at the Exitensio- Disney World Haunted Mansion anyway. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if Exitensio had something to do with. I know the Claude yeah, Coates was the other big pirates. one, but Mark Davis had something to do with pirates too, because and it has to do with the chess pieces toward the end. Now, see, that's Haunted Mansion. Well, I mean, there chess was there was there are chess pieces in in um in pirates, but uh, and the, the chess players toward the beginning. As the story goes, well, okay, so sidebar for everybody. Uh, Haunted Mansion, Claude Coates and Mark Davis were two of the big designers. Claude Coates yeah. wanted to make it serious. He wanted to be scary. Mm-hmm. Mark Davis is more of a joker, a practical joker, a mm-hmm. funny guy. So that's why you notice the transition from being really creepy and the door knocking mm-hmm. and the weird things, whatever. Halfway through it, it suddenly yeah. comes to a more humorous, comical, you know, ghosty mm-hmm. kind of thing, the cemetery and stuff. And people loved joking around with Mark Davis and he loved chess. And so at one point in time, they went into his office and they put chess pieces all over the place. And Mark Davis comes in, sees the chess pieces, and is like, this looks really cool. It begins to work on yeah. putting chess type pieces on the Haunted Mansion model, mm-hmm. which is why it has some of that on there. So, yes. Um, oh, and Exitensio did uh, the music. Okay. So that, that's um, writing scripts and song lyrics, including Pirates and Haunted Mansion. But for some reason, Exitensio, because of the grim grinning ghosts. Gotcha. Very cool. That's, that's why I think about that. Very good. So, uh, but we were talking about Alice Davis, not necessarily Mark or Exitensio. Let's go back to Alice. Yes, she Alice. was married to Mark, but she was also a Disney great as well. She had a highly respected career in design. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was well known for her design and consultation on many animated figures yes. within the park, including Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. and Small World. She married yes. Mark in 1956, and they had a Disney fairy tale romance until Mark's death mm-hmm. in 2000. She consulted for the company all the way through. She was a frequent face at Disneyland events. She would show up randomly mm-hmm. at Disneyland stuff. Um, and she was honored with a window on Main Street in Disneyland next to her husband's window on May 10th, 2012. Oh. Uh, given that legend, Disney legend status in 1997, um, let's see, no, uh, yeah, uh, she was given 97? that in 1997. And so, uh, so yeah, the Disney, NF- let me read this again. The Disney and a fan club Disney legend award given to Davis in 1997. Seven years later, she was actually given an official Disney legend status. Ah, so okay. that's it. So yeah. So Alice Davis will be missed. One of the great talents, of course, at Disney. Yes. And, and so, and finally here, we got a storm brewing once again, which by the way, this is so minimal. I don't want to say minimal because obviously it's a storm, but at the same time, it's so little fanfare that I didn't actually know anything about it, honestly, until somebody mentioned it to me yesterday. They were like, hey, did you hear about the storm coming through Florida? I'm like, what storm? Went on my phone, looked, and I was like, oh, look at that. There's a tropical storm coming. <laughs> tropical well, it storm started cold. brewing at the end of last week. I saw it starting to brew, and I was like, but I mean, at that point, you don't know what it's Yeah, It could fizzle out. It could right. go wherever. And right. then they, when they finally just, you know, starting, I want to say like Monday, they're like, okay, yeah, this, this is right. going to be a Florida East Coast storm. And it's, but it's tropical storm, so it's not 
I mean, every storm is major, but yes. it's not considered major. This is not like Ian. This is not like a category, you know. Right. That was a category, what, four when it hit? Almost five, oh, yeah. actually. Yeah, this is like so, a category, you know. It's, it's not breeze. even a one. I think <laughs> a lot it, of rain. They, they're yeah. saying it'll probably, it might hit like a low one status mm -hmm. and then, you know, not well, fizzle. But the main thing is, quickly. it's going to bring it's, in a lot of rain. You're going to get a lot yeah. of rain through this. And so that's A couple of happen. inches, mm -hmm. depending um, on where you are. Now, originally, Disney you, World, I think, was closing, like, uh, the, you know, Fort Wilderness. The campgrounds, they, campgrounds. things like that. bungalows. Uh, and I haven't seen this. I've been reading reports now that they pulled back from a lot of that. Right now, they're closing Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, yep. the Winter Summerland Miniature Golf, yep. Fantasia Gardens, and the Fairways Mini Golf. Closing yeah. temporarily on, on uh, Thursday, November 10th. Mm -hmm. uh, MCO apparently was going to close tonight and through tomorrow. I don't know the full status on that. Are they still planning on closing? Um, as of this morning, I do believe I'll check. Uh, I actually on Twitter, I get notifications from Orlando oh, Airport okay. just because that way I can keep up with stuff like this. Right. Last I saw, they still were closing and, you know, there will be high winds. So I'm sure that really has a lot to do with it. And, you know, there was a lot of flooding during Ian mm -hmm. and one of our um, transportation providers that we work with uh, actually because I have clients flying in Friday, which the storm will have passed, mm -hmm. but he just was saying, Hey, just so you know, you know, the airport's closing. It'll probably be okay by Friday night, right. you know, when they fly in, but we, there are still areas of flooding from Ian that haven't right. receded. So it just right. so heavy rain is not going to do those areas any good. Um, Correct. So yeah. But so yeah. um, I will let you well, know. Again, we don't want to minimize the storm itself because we know, especially as Jen just said, the areas that hit had Ian damage are still recovering yes. from that. So more heavy rain is not going to help them at all. But at the same mm -hmm. time, this is not anywhere on the Ian scope. We're not shutting down Correct. the half of Florida. You know, no. there's no emergency situation going on. It's just, you know, be careful mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you're in Orlando, if you're in that area, yeah. if you're at the parks, just grab your raincoat. Make the decision for yourself. Yeah. One of our one of our beloved agents, Kyla, 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 was was asking about, you know, her clients and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things I think we were discussing was that you have to leave it. We leave it. To, we leave it to you guys. If it's going to we'll rain really heavily, it's you. It's up to you. Do you want to go to the park in the rain? It might be the and best day it. ever. I've done this. I've too. done it. You know, I wrote. Um, I wrote Astro Orbiter because yeah. there was no line <laughs> in the rain. Did you have that like pelting on your face, or it's sure like, did. like little needles, and you're like, ah. I sure and so, did. Um, like, so there's that, and or you may <laughs> decide not to go, and that's okay. I mean, just. You know, it's up to you to decide what to do. And we'll give you yeah. our best ideas, best thoughts, and then you can decide. We've done it. Next. I mean, like I said, they, certain rides might not be open, but there right. also won't be a lot of crowds. So right. you're like, what? Right. <laughs> I did get myself a Mr. Toad's popcorn bucket, which was exciting. Um, oh. It's a Mr. Toad's It's $30. It's in Fantasyland and a lot of kiosks and stuff. You Okay, so this is what, this is Disney's answer to do to all the hoarders, which we've seen pictures. If you're on Twitter or on Instagram, you'll see pictures of this. Mostly people complaining about this where <clears throat> right. you'll see people holding these big, these big bags of stuff that get purchased. Yep. And so then they go to eBay and like, and you look on eBay immediately and be like, Oh, look, that Funko pop that was $19 at Disney world is now $75 on eBay. So Disney has said, well, guess what? You get to do, um, mobile orders. You have to do mobile. Order. You cannot mm -hmm. just walk and purchase mm -hmm. and you can only do two per day. <clears throat> That's it. Just two. Yep. Uh, so I got my two, I gave one to somebody else who needed it. And so it also comes a little, with a little bag of popcorn and you can take it over to storybook circus, display it, and you will get a little Mr. Toad's dome cake. I failed to do that because I ran out of time. I didn't get over there because Storybook Circus did not open until 10 or Big Top Souvenirs did not open oh, until 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I got over there for that and then um, got my popcorn bucket and everything and 
walked around with my popcorn bucket all day as I did my VIP tour, which is a good transition to what we're going to do. We're going to talk about real quick. I got to do my very first VIP tour on Thursday. Now, I have never done one before, mostly because for me, it's cost prohibitive. Jen, I know that you have done them before, one or two. Um, tell me a little bit about your experience. Like, when did you do it? When, how long ago was it? Uh, big group, small group? So the very first time I did it, and it was part of um, it was part of a, a, a fam trip, actually, just kind of. I got to do a very shortened version, just like a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so Brady and I had our own guide. It was awesome. Right. And we have used him almost every time. Was it just the two of you or is it just, it was, Oh no, just the two of us. Nice. Um, again, that was, it was part of a very specialized thing that we were doing. And then um, the next time we did it, we, d- oh gosh, was it during, it was during COVID. We were like, we're just going to do a VIP tour, whatever. Nice. So we did a VIP tour. Um, actually that was the third time we did it. The second time we did it, it was the opening of Galaxy's Edge, and I got together 20 people. We got two tour guides. Mm-hmm. So everybody paid, you know, it can be very cost, you know, it can be cost prohibitive if you're paying for the whole thing yourself. But right. if you have 20 people doing the tour and everybody's paying the per person rate. So it was just a bunch of people who were friends, knew each other, and were like, we want to see Galaxy's Edge, but we're going to park hop, we're going to do all this stuff. And it was a really good time. We did three parks. We um <clears throat> we did the full tour and then we added on i think an extra 45 minutes just okay. to like finish up the last couple of things okay and it was a it was a really good time we started super early in the morning because nice he's edge you nice. know nice nice so we had a group of 20 there was again part of this conference and part of the the level uh-huh. of ticket that i had and and i was able to go on this vip tour with the group and there were 20 of us we had two tour guides like you mentioned sam and Megan, I think her name was uh-huh. both very great, very fun. Yeah. Now, with, okay, so with the VIP tour, basically, it is a a, a group that you're in up to mm-hmm. anywhere from one to ten people. It's the same price whether you're paying one person or two. Right, people. So exactly. If you get nine of your buddies to go, you can also put the cost. If you have a family of five, grab another family of five if you want, or you can just go as a family of four, family of three, family of two, like the like Novotny's has done. Um, and so you you mm-hmm. you set it up, you meet your guide at whatever appointed time. Yep. Uh, it's a minimum of anywhere from six to seven hours, I believe. Seven hour minimum. Uh, seven hour minimum. It is a seven hour minimum. Seven hour minimum. And, the and cost- it is a cost per hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the costs start at in your slower times of the year, anywhere from hold on to your seats, folks. I'm being serious about this. Anywhere from four to five hundred an hour, all the way up to seven to eight hundred dollars an hour. Four hundred and twenty-five, I believe, is the minimum unless okay. they've raised it. And then the mm-hmm. yeah, seven twenty-five currently okay. is the last maximum I heard. Yeah, hour. so if you do seven hours, you're looking at about three thousand dollars at, at four twenty-five each. If you it's what seven twenty-five times seven is uh, seven hours, you're looking at about fifty-one hundred dollars total. Now, and of course, subject to change. Yes, subject, subject, subject to change. Exactly, and do not now, include gratuity. Not gratuity. Yeah, you know, and you want to tip that you want to tip your guides really yes. well because your guides are basically they're mm-hmm. at your disposal. They are yeah. your guides for whatever you want to do, for the most part. Um, you know, you structure your day, you set up whatever appointed time you want to start it. Now we started ours at one o'clock and went all the way through. The oh product, yeah. Okay. okay? Uh, mm-hmm. So there's, and you started, you have started early, which means you're done by mid afternoon and starting mm-hmm. early also gets you on a lot of things quickly because here's what, here's what I missed. Um, I was on the, the belief that it basically was a front of the line kind of thing. Like it took you to the okay. front of the line. It does not. It puts you into the lightning lane. So if that mm-hmm. lightning lane is, is very small, then you get right on in. Right. If the lightning lane is long, then you have to wait. We did Rise of the Resistance and Guardians both 
uh, mid to late afternoon, uh, one after the other. Mm -hmm. And both lines were about probably 20 to 30 minutes long in the lightning lane. Um, so that was an hour or more just for two attractions. Mm -hmm. Now we were able to do Kilimanjaro Safari in the morning. We got on or rather the beginning, we got on that, we got in the line and we probably were off of it. Um, in 30 minutes because i mean the ride itself is 20 minutes so we I was gonna say it's a long ride i mean <laughs> one named falcon slinky dog we got in the line pretty fast and got out mm -hmm. pretty fast. so that was not a problem at all some of the longer rides like your seven doors mine train your rides of the resistance your guardians are going to have longer lines so just anticipate that now we did all four parks and again with 20 people and you can testify to this jan 20 yeah. people it is harder to herd 20 people yes. than it is two people you're going to move so much faster with two or four or six yes. than you will with 20 because we have yeah. shuttle vans and they provide the shuttle vans to take you to park yes park. they do um and so you know we had one of our girls in a scooter as well so that took a little bit of time to load and unload and everything yeah you got it yeah. so we started out with uh we started out going to, to animal kingdom and they took us backstage they dropped us mm -hmm. off right there and we went to a mm -hmm. gate where if you walk into the safari look over to the left there's a big wooden gate there we came yep. in through that gate went directly into the line there we are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we left through that area as well because we had to get back to our vans. And then from there, we went over to Hollywood Studios. We parked behind mm -hmm. the scenes, behind Tower of Terror. We slipped in right of there, some of those behind doors, when we basically came up through um, the McQueen Racing Academy. Yes. Mm -hmm. into, uh, into Tower That's of where we've usually entered. We did that. We did Rise. We did Falcon. We did Slinky Dog. Uh, I think we were trying to do Mickey Minnie, but it, we just ran out of time. We hopped back in, went to the back of the Guardians backstage. I will mm -hmm. tell you that that the it's deceptive when you're just walking up to oh, Guardians yeah. and everything. That building is massive. It's ginormous. Like, it is so freaking big. It mm -hmm. is a, it is a massive structure. As we walk, you know, we're walking like basically we parked at the end of the building. We're having to walk in, walk the length of this building down the sidewalk yeah. to get onto stage or to get onto the to the front of the, mm -hmm. the ride. It's just you look up and it's like huge. Now they ask you, don't take pictures, don't take videos. You're backstage. Right. And we all honored that. And I know there are people that won't. And, you know, I think somebody in our group was like, I want to take a picture. I'm like, we're like, don't do that. Don't just don't. Just don't do know, it. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. I mean, honor, honor the request because yeah, they will exactly. compensate your camera and we don't want to leave a bad taste in it. Yeah. And, well, but so, it's good. to It's cool to see. Like if yeah. you're, if you're in there, it's just kind of like even in Epcot, it's deceptive how close the countries are. Yes. If you're backstage, that is like, that blew yeah. my mind. I was yeah. like, what? Well, everything's really close. When you're walking it, it's like. This is not close, but man, if you're backstage, it show is. Well, the, the crazy thing too, and and I guess this makes sense. I just mm -hmm. didn't think about it. The sheer number of people that work at Disney World is oh, astounding yeah. because mm -hmm. you see everybody on front. You know, you see people in right. the restaurants. You see people, the cast members doing the safari. You see cast members doing mm -hmm. you know different attractions. But when you go backstage, there's this hive of activity. There are cast members working mm -hmm. on vehicles. There are cast members over here doing sanitation. There are cast members in costume over here. Kind of, there's one guy eating a sandwich. Mm -hmm. He was one of the Lion King work, you know, Lion King performers eating, yeah. a, eating a sub sandwich over there having lunch. <clears throat> you know, you have people everywhere, and it's just. I mean, yeah, there's 65,000 people, 70,000 people that work at Disney World. Mm -hmm. I would say on a given day, probably half of those, a third of those are on at work at the same time. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I guess I didn't, it didn't occur to me that there are probably more people working backstage than they're all on stage, which is crazy. Mm, could be, yeah. I mean, there were people everywhere. So <clears throat> we did Guardians. We did, uh, we let Will and did Guardians of Epcot and we head over to the Magic mm -hmm. Kingdom where they took us. And this is one of the great things about the VIP tour. Because we planned it later, we were able to pick our, where we wanted to end, and we ended at mm -hmm. Disney Enchantment. They gave us special seating, which is in the hub grass, where the little fences and everything yep. are and everything, and this is worth a lot to me because 
when you're watching the fireworks and you're in front of the castle or in the hub or in front of the front of the partner statue, you're crammed shoulder to shoulder. You know, you're just kind of there. Just yeah. Everybody's, you know, standing up and stuff, but there are people all around you and everything. When it's over, everybody turns around and goes the other way and you're just like trying to squeeze through, you know, <laughs> hub grass, reserve seating, wide open. Uh, yeah. we were there. I was comfortable. I was kind of propped on a fence. I had kind of spread out a little bit. We had two girls in our group. They were dancing from enchantment. They were dancing from music. Aww. They had room to dance. We had one girl taking pictures with a huge camera. She was kind of walking around like freely moving from one place to the other, you know, taking pictures. There were kids over here. They were playing. It was just an mm-hmm. open space. And yeah. when it was over, our cast members had a guy that told us, Hey, when it ends, just stick around, just stay here, give it 20 minutes, let the crowd dissipate, then go. So we just hung out at the hub grass while they while this mob of people were trying to leave. We're all just like, you know, hanging out for free. We're just chatting away, you know. Uh, the guides all during the day had given us water, had given us snacks, has given us ice cream. Mm-hmm. So we get that stuff all during the day. If you choose to eat, you can. If you want to set something up or do a counter service, you can. We felt as if, you know what, food would be good. However, we're paying a lot for this. Yeah. So why don't we not eat and not spend any time at a restaurant and we'll just keep going mm-hmm. thing to thing to thing. So the good thing is, again, it is personalized service. It is a service that you right. can um, cater to what you want. If we wanted to stay at one park or two parks, I think I think, honestly, a VIP tour have the between Hollywood and magic is a great idea, knocking out all those mm-hmm. rides. And then maybe the next day or two do Epcot for a full day and we for a full day or something, because there's so many things to do in, in magic and in Hollywood. Um, yeah. Again, the con is that some of the bigger rides, you will have to wait. It is not a front of the line kind of a kind of thing mm-hmm. it is a lightning lane kind of thing. Um, but yeah, we were, because we were able to get on the guardians, my guess is who can get on pretty much anything now. And you may know this, Jen, when Tron opens, is that going to be yeah. something that will be on the VIP tour or is that, or is there like a, like a window of time where it's not? And then they, put that's a good question. Tour? So they could always change it. I will say in the past and the rumor was, so I'm going back to rise of the resistance right now. Well, we don't know if you can ride rise of the resistance because you know, it, it might not be included. So, or sorry, at that point it was Falcon. Right. Um, it, They ended up because I, mean, I think people were complaining. Yep. Um, yep. It was, you were allowed to do it one time. You couldn't go multiple times. So right. typically on the VIP tour, yeah, if you want to just loop it, sure. Mm-hmm. Guide will let you loop that. They'll get you back in the line, whatever. Um, that said, it was the same thing for Guardians where, yes, you could go on it one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they limited it for you guys or if you even tried to do it multiple times. But usually like if you're doing an opening day experience because you want to make sure you get on it, it's they do limit it to one time. But I've never seen them fully exclude it. They've talked about it, but- right. Yeah, so my feeling for Tron is that it will be included one time. Right. And then eventually, you know, mm-hmm. as it becomes, as it, you don't want to say loses its luster, but as it's, right. <clears throat> right, as right, the right. newness wears right. off, it would, right. you know, kind of go to the status of the other rides right. once it's been around a bit. So I would say if, again, this goes back to many things we've talked about. If you have the means to mm-hmm. spend the money, it's mm-hmm. worth considering absolutely the family um especially and same in want, disneyland i'm gonna throw disneyland out disneyland well, so. too because actually disneyland's you can get that seating you can start in the morning and you can still mm-hmm. get the seating without the guide there nice which is cool very nice now, that's that's a difference now is that something at disney world you could have done mm-hmm. like if we'd done it in the morning no. okay so it has to be like, it is a difference the between okay. disneyland and disney world the the experiences are similar but different right so. All right. So I think it's worth it if you, mm-hmm. again, have the means to do it. Don't mortgage your house to do it, whatever. But Gosh, if, no. for a yeah. family who wants to spend a little extra and have that time, mm-hmm. especially for like I have a family going in January, they're staying at the Grand Flow. They're a family of mm-hmm. a little a little more means. Um, yeah. And I'm presenting this to them as an option because it's it's sure. 
mom, her mom, it's, it's a mom, her mom and their two daughters. Yep. And she's been very open about the fact that she's like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. For right. Things. I don't. What can I do to not wait for things? Um, and I'm like, bless you. I, I, I can't wait to get to that <laughs> point. Um, but no, she's wonderful. And so I, I'm kind of putting that in front of her just saying, hey, this is a VIP, VIP tour with mm-hmm. your family of four. Here's what it's going to cost. It's a little expensive, but you're not going to wait. Other than a few big lines. And I don't know that they're going to do a lot of roller coasters, to be honest with you. So they'll be able to do right. Big Thunder, Splash, Space, Toy Story Mania. So I'm like, right. knock them out one because after the other. Because even if the ones that you're waiting 20, 30 minutes for, it, and right. that's only if the lightning lane's backed up, which right. sometimes they're they're yeah. free-flowing. Well, most of the lightning lanes go fairly fast. Most I mean, of them go some. pretty quickly. And honestly, if you get to Big Thunder and you see the lightning lanes backed up, you can always look, You're to, like, your, look to your God and say, you know what, can we do, we'll just splash let's do Pirates real quick and we'll come back to mm-hmm. this because exactly. it's almost as if you have Genie Plus for everything. You just don't have to go to your app and do it, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, That's the whole thing. So yeah, VIP yeah. tours I think are very, very cool. Uh, I don't know that I'll do it again unless I have nine mm-hmm. of my close friends uh, all coming together to do it. Um, But yeah, VIP tour, kind of fun. I, I, I yeah. enjoyed it. And now if you have a party of 11, you have to really like that 11th person. Yeah. I'm just saying, because, because anytime you're over 10, well, well, we're a family of 11. I hope you like your 11th person. That's going to be. Because yeah, you're adding a whole other guide yeah, for that. Yes, that's so that's it, always yeah. the joke. It is up like, to 10. How much do you like that person? So if you got you a family of five or six <laughs> and you got, we got a family of five, another family of six, that's 11 people. It's 11 people. It's not like Disney's going, oh, okay. Well, come on. But no, nope. no. It's 10. Nope. You're to 11. You got to have two guides. People. 10 people. Yep. So 10 people you know, is your max. You find out which teenager you like the least and you say, you know what? Remember that time you smarted <laughs> off to me last week, son? Here's the thing. You go back to all-star sports. You hang out by the pool. We'll see you this afternoon <laughs> or however you want to decide it. So, all right, Jen, that's our look at our VIP tours. Jen, where can we find you on the line? Um, you can find me out upon a star, Jen, or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Navani. Perfect. Find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. Find me, of course, on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar as well. And of course, find us. Um, find us on all the places: the MSE mm-hmm. Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook, and all those type places. Uh, we'd love to also love to hear from you. The MSE Podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. That's our email address, and our website is also the dot com, and that's all our show notes yeah. and all the fun stuff there and everything. So, Jen, you got a phone call to get out of here. It make pretty soon, so I'm going to get you out of yeah. here. And uh, thanks for thanks for chatting. This is great. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the MSE Podcast, or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true.